I've encountered other Native Americans who look at, at Jesus Christ as the white man's gospel, as something that is, is harmful and hurtful to them. And, and so they, they try to leave you with a sense of, uh, of guilt. Well, how could you, being Native, embrace something that is not Native? that is not of your culture, or your background and heritage. You know, how can a person do that? We're supposed to stay true to you know, your own belief. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Well, you can tell that today's program is going to be an interesting one. We hope you'll join us as we hear from Chug Garrow, a Lakota from the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe, as he addresses this very important issue. Yet, even through hard times, difficult times, that God is able to, to give us that sense of you know, contentment um, through this life. And that's a life that is free to each and every individual, whether they're Native American or European or Asian or from uh, any other country. God's plan and purpose for life is that uh, we might find our life in Jesus Christ. Jesus has given to me the, the life that, that uh, I desired when I was uh, a younger child. I remember before life became complicated with uh, peer pressures and uh, the issues of life that I remember life as a, as a sense of peace and contentment, uh, shelter from the things that were around me that could harm me. And at the age of 32, when I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, I began to experience uh, a life that reflected that, that I had a sense of peace. I had a sense of joy and security that I had longed for for many, many years. And I did not know that it was found in Jesus Christ. So when I accepted the Lord, He had forgiven me of my, my sins. He empowered me through His Holy Spirit to, uh, to walk the, accordingly uh, to His Word. And He gave me the joy of, of experiencing marriage and children as, as He intended it to be. And a relationship with others in our community that uh, and, uh, he desired us to to live, and there is no other way that we can love God and love our neighbor if we don't have Jesus Christ in our life. And God knows that, and He wants to make that available to each and every person that is that is in this world. And so I read in the scriptures where in Revelation 22, where the bride and the spirit say, come. All who you, you know, everyone who is thirsty, you know, come. You know, it's that invitation to come to God because his hands are extended towards you to give you forgiveness of your sins and a new start. So I'd invite you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, then I would invite you to accept Him today. And God will honor your words. 
as you place your faith upon him. He will come to your life and make you new and show you great and, and uh, wonderful things. Being a Native American and coming to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I found that that I have encountered other Native Americans who look at at Jesus Christ as the white man's gospel, as something that is is harmful and hurtful to them, and and so they they try to leave you with a sense of uh, of guilt. Well, how could you be a native, embrace something that is not native, that is not of your culture, or your background and, and heritage? You know, how can a person do that? We're supposed to stay true to you know your own belief. And I can only answer that by sharing with them that when I called out to God for his intervention, he heard my cries and he met me right where I was at. And I found that I did not have to go and and seek certain objects or certain people and to... um, perform certain rites to be accepted by God to maintain that relationship. But that God accepted me as I was in the midst of all my guilt and shame. And he accepted me as I was. And at that moment I placed my faith in him. He changed me. He forgave me of my sins and he, and he he placed within me his Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit lives within you, then what do you become? You become holy. And God did it. Uh, he, he did it without any external rituals or, or rites as such. But he did it simply based upon my faith in him. And I found that the truth of that the truth of God accepting people of every uh, nationality in this world is is the same. It's simply faith in Jesus Christ. That you believe that he died for your sins, that he rose again. Uh, he was buried and rose again the third day and he ascended into heaven. And that one day he's going to come back for us. That never changes. But what I did find was that when I had to go through alcohol classes, treatment classes, was that people were were seeking God's help in different ways. And the question was, why aren't these ways working? And when I accepted Christ, God did that work that they were seeking in their own lives. What they wanted, God had completed in my life, simply upon me believing in Jesus. And I found that no matter which nationality I went to, any other ethnic group in the world, if they were a Christian, then God had done the same thing in their life. And so the universe, uh, universal um, name of Jesus Christ 
is God's way of, of, of uh, reaching every nationality in the world and giving them that opportunity to, to be forgiven, to be saved in this world and spend eternity with God. Because I've noticed that if, I, if, if you go through the different cultures of the world and if you are not doing what they require, then you are not in harmony with uh, the God in that manner. So you could search the world over and never be in harmony. But if you're a Christian, God's word never changes. So no matter where you're at, you've always got his pattern uh, to live by, and that never changes. So you need not be fearful of the things that uh, are in this world. But when a life verse that really helped change many things for me was that it's in First uh, John 4.18. It said, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. And I looked at that and said, What are the things that cause fear? Because it says fear involves torment. And I was fearful of the judgment of God. I was also fearful of the, the stories that I heard within my own culture that if you speak against the things of the Spirit, that you could be, the Spirit could uh, affect you. And not only my own culture, but uh, other native cultures and how you cannot leave fingernails or hair outside or or talk in certain ways about spiritual things because you lived in a, a sense of fear that uh, the spirits could do something to you. And you lived in fear of individuals who were spiritual who would use spirits to, to go against one another. And uh, there, it was a life of, there was a life of fear. And if I said perfect love casts out fear, if Christ has come into my life, what is it that I need to fear? I need not fear anything. I, I don't have to fear judgment because God has forgiven me. And I need not fear the, the, the spiritual things that I was, that I, that I learned about within my, my culture and the other cultures for they are not of God. And therefore I, I need not fear them. For greater is he who is in you than he who is of the world. And if Christ is living within me, and suddenly I experience a sense of freedom, there was no more torment anymore, but only a sense of, of love and peace in knowing who Christ is. And God is one who uh, delivered me from those fears. And he, he seeks to deliver all of, all of us from those fears that, uh, we've been instructed in as, 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 uh, as children. And that, uh, like a child is able to run into the arms of Jesus and sit in his lap. That's the kind of relationship we have with him. We can go right to him and be in his presence. We need not fear. Because even if we've, we've done wrong, he said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that uh, we can go barely, you know, directly before the throne of grace and ask for help in times of need. And uh, his arms are always open. So if, you, if you're experiencing these things in your life, 
you have those fears, um, remember, Jesus knows everything you've ever done, but he accepts you as you are. And he has come to forgive you. And uh, he died so that you might have a new life. And so, uh, go to him. Hey, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Come into my life and fill me with the Holy Spirit. And uh, you do that. And uh, Jesus will make you a new person. Those old fears will disappear. And you'll have a new relationship with God. Well, it's pretty clear that Chug has an authentic relationship with God. If you've been listening over the last four weeks, you've heard where he started out, broken and miserable. But now everything is different. It's just like what it says in the Bible in 2 Corinthians 5.17, where we read, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. My friend, this can be your story too if you'll turn to God and put your trust in Jesus Christ. And remember, He came for everyone. And that includes you. My friend, what are you going to do with Jesus? If you would like a copy of Chug's entire story, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 566 That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. You can also hear today's program online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.